All right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I hope y'all had a good New Year's. Um, how? Do what? I said happy belated New Year's. Right. How how was New How was your New Year's? Paul? What'd you do? Uh, you know, uh, my New Year's was pretty good. I watched the new Disney movie Soul, uh, with my family, and then I drank sparkling grape juice at midnight. Uh, and that was pretty much it. Okay, because pandemic. Uh, what right. did you do for New Year? Um, I really just like I didn't do much. I really I also watched Soul because I I heard it was good and so I just checked it out. Turns out it is really good. It's a good movie. A really good movie. Right. Watch it with um, got uh Johto. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I also drank sparkling grape juice. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling y'all now, sparkling grape juice is the only New Year's drink that y'all should have. Sparkling grape juice is heat. It's the best. It smacks. Um, so basically, um, like I said, technically, <laughs> watching me be quirky here. Like I said last year, um. This is a new season. It's season two. Let's get it. Um, so, New Year's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone was partying. Until on the news. Like, on the news, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, a headline that reads, Pelosi's McConnell's homes vandalized after Congress fails to approve $2,000 stimulus checks. First thoughts on that. What do, what do you got? Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Bitch McConnell. Um, so let's see. Their houses were vandalized after not uh, passing the two thousand dollar bill. Yeah. Uh, well, in my opinion, you really shouldn't vandalize anything in general, and I don't feel like uh, I think that the check should have been two thousand dollars instead of six hundred dollars, especially after all the time we spent not doing anything. But vandalism, I feel like over that is unnecessary because we still got money. I understand where people are coming from with being frustrated, but you don't have to attack someone's like home because it's not just that person there. It's like they have families and stuff. So that's that's a little out of pocket, in my opinion, going and vandalizing. Like, I hate Mitch McConnell. I'm indifferent about Nancy Pelosi, but I don't see the point in um going and vandalizing people's homes it's not making a point it's actually making us look worse and they're less likely to want to do stuff for us yeah and i mean um there were there are photos that show the words where's my money and white paint on the front door of mitch Mitch mcconnell's home Mm -hmm. and um mitch kills the poor mitch kills the poor was written in red on a window so yeah, but I mean, like, I see what you mean. Like, it can be frustrating. I can see how that can be frustrating to few. But like, I don't see the point in acting up. Exactly. There are better ways to act out than over a stimulus check than to vandalize property. It's like literally, uh, one just be mad on Twitter like everyone else, or two. How about you, like, try to 
like get a group together to like actually be like hey this isn't enough for certain groups of people who like can barely survive this pandemic but you're not you're not making the right point by going and vandalizing these people's homes because they're just gonna be like okay screw you i don't want to help you right um i mean uh along with that spray paint the spray paint was at Mitch McConnell's home, mm-hmm. and I I don't know if there was spray paint at Nancy Pelosi's house as well, but at her house, um, her garage door was defaced, and phrases including "2K cancel rent" and "We want everything," along with a pig's head and fake blood left on the ground. Which like a pig's head, like y'all gotta be stupid for that. Like wait, like a real pig's head. A real pig's head and fake blood. Wow, that is out of pocket. Very out of pocket, yeah. No, uh, that is not a good thing at all. Jeez, that is... Whoever did that needs to rethink their lives and their life choices, to be honest. Okay, now here, this is a quote from Mitch McConnell and... After I read it, I want your thoughts on it. Okay, I just want um, to call him has to say. I'm still going to call him that. But Yeah. The House passed the Cash Act on Monday to increase the stimulus payments from 600 to $2,000 to help people during the coronavirus pandemic. But it was blocked by McConnell, who said the bill had, quote, no realistic path to quickly pass the Senate, end quote. I mean, but... Uh, I understand where he's coming from with that because, uh, especially because our Senate is uh, predominantly uh, red right now. So uh, he makes a, that's a valid point, but they could have at least tried to pass a two thousand dollars stimulus first, and then if that didn't work, pass the six hundred one. But um, I can see where he's coming from because I doubt our our once again predominantly red Senate would have budged on the six hundred. But there. And honestly, if, like, his goal was to try to get it out by the new year and just, like, just at least get something to people, I can understand, like, where it's coming from. And that quote does make sense. Like, it's a solid explanation. Once again, I don't like Mitch McConnell at all, and I think it should have been $2,000. But he makes a good point that uh, our Senate probably wouldn't have passed it just because it's mostly Republican. Further on in the quote, says, uh, quote, the Senate's not going to be bullied into rushing out more borrowed money into the hands of Democrats' rich friends who don't need the help, end quote. And, okay, I really thought Mitch McConnell for once had, like, a good, wholesome quote, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, he's smart. Well, uh, that second part's unnecessary whenever literally the, what's called, so the... To debunk the whole Democrats' rich friends thing, uh, capitalism, uh, so obviously the left is more so socialist than, um, and the right is more so capitalistic. Uh, capitalism benefits the rich people more, and less money being distributed benefits the rich people more. What does he not understand? Does he not understand by that, that like that money is supposed to help 
the people who like small businesses who can't stay open during a pandemic or people who have to work multiple jobs just to try to pay rent and maybe get uh, dinner on the table, like stuff like that, single mothers and stuff like that. That's kind of the whole point of this. So that second part of that quote is very out of pocket and unnecessary and just once again, party bias for no reason. So that's my take on that. Right. And I mean, what you said a minute ago, how you said they should have passed the the two thousand dollar one first, and if that didn't work, then result with the six hundred dollar. That I can see that making sense because how they tried the six hundred one first. Mm-hmm. There is some places where rent is like over six hundred. Oh yeah, no, where rent is ridiculous. Six hundred for some people, it not even like it might be close, but it's sometimes it's barely enough to pay rent or not enough just depending on where you live and uh landlord and all that stuff and then also be other basic human necessities like food uh if you have a family providing for them uh there there are people who need that but and once again my whole thing is they could have attempted to pass it and even if it wouldn't have gone past uh even though it has the backing of the current uh potus uh donald j trump over here speaking of i actually do have a topic bring up about him later but uh since it had his backing uh the senate could have swayed in the favor of the two thousand dollar stimulus instead of 600 because some republicans could have been like oh shoot the president wants this done all right yeah let's just get it done and it could have been passed in the senate and not even trying and uh, especially because it was McConnell choosing to block it because the represent the House of Representatives passed it and then it was supposed to go to the Senate. But since Mitch McConnell has that power to block it, he chose to block it. So, but I think it was just worth a shot. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah, and like, um, along with like some places having rent that's like over $600, you got to keep in mind that, like, some of those places that are over 600 in rent, some of those families have, like, like one or more kids, and those kids may have phones, and so they got to pay phone bills as well. Exactly. And along with, like, additional stuff like that. Yeah, the cost of living is a lot, so that's why 600 isn't necessarily enough. But I'm pretty sure it was 600 per person, so. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, once again, and even if they're, they could have just found a middle ground, cause, uh, I can understand some people thinking 2000 might be too high, but in my opinion, that depends on how often the stimulus checks would be handed out. And, uh, but I think we could have met somewhere in the middle, like even like 1200 to 1500 would have been a lot better than just 600. Cause it's once again, the cost of living nowadays and, like, basic necessities for people, it's just a lot. It is a lot of money to live. Hence the... Like, yeah. twelve to 1500 per person? Uh, yeah, because that would have been... I can I can see that being logical. Yeah. Because, like, when I think about per person, it just depends on, like, how. It's just, like, families, some families who are bigger need more, which makes sense, and it's, like... Because, yeah, if it had just been, like, 600 per household, that actually would have been the worst thing I've ever heard in the history of America. 
And, right. Okay, that's a stretch, but still. Worst thing you say? Did you say the worst thing in America? Uh, I said American history. Then I said it was. Then I was like, eh, yeah, that's a stretch. Slavery. Slavery. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. I did. See, that's why I said never mind. I'm that's <laughs> yeah. a little far. But um, anyways, I have a story to bring up. Anyways, uh, published right. by the Washington Post a couple hours ago, I believe, or an hour ago. Uh. In an extraordinary call, Donald Trump pressures Georgia's Secretary of State to recalculate the vote in his favor. Uh, there is an audio recording of Donald Trump uh, asking the Georgia uh, State Representative or Secretary of State, my bad, uh, to uh, just happen to find 11,780 votes for Trump that were just like in air quotes find. Uh, enough votes to overturn his defeat in the state so that he would win the election, even though technically, even if we uh, he had won Georgia, he would have lost because of how the, what's it called, voted electoral college. Yeah, I don't, I don't know big words, so I can't really speak on that. So I, I would have to, like, read more on that. Uh, but, I mean, I do have that article pulled up, except on Fox News, but they're basically the same thing. Well, well, I mean, uh, except just more, it's just more biased to one side or the other. But either way, uh, pretty much to break it down is Trump basically just wanted the Georgia Secretary of State to rig it in his favor. And there is an audio call of it. So that's another. That's another crime, but, you know. There's a lot of crime going on. Crime. Yeah, no, whenever Trump walks out of office, um, if it's not straight to a courtroom, I will be surprised. I mean, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because anything can happen. That's true. Because, um, I mean, as president, I'm pretty sure he has, like, immunity until he's uh, no longer president. But whenever he's no longer president, he can face charges for things he did before, during, or after being president of the United States. So, I was just reading that article about the Trump and Georgia thing, mm-hmm. and then I scrolled down and I saw like a little, like a, like another article, a separate one. It kind of caught my eye. Mm-hmm. It says, "Local pastor killed, two injured in shooting at Texas church." Why, 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 do, why do we do this? Why is it always Texas? It's always a church. It's always a Texas church. Am I the only one noticing this? It's it. It is a Texas church because there was that El Paso one. Yep. There that. So, uh, do you have the article pulled up right now? Oh, that shooting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, have you seen like any major details of it, or did you just read the headline? Uh, I basically just opened the article, but I'm like reading on it now. It says, like, from what I'm reading. Smith County Sheriff Larry Smith said during a news conference around 9.30. Wow. Let's see. 9.30 today. Yes, I'm seeing this on NBC. Uh, Hold on. A pastor was killed and two other people were injured. Um, Let's see. After the suspect was discovered inside the church's bathroom with a red bank bag. Yep, the suspect grabbed the pastor's gun and fatally shot him with it, they said. 
he started coming towards the front door. Then he turns around and lunges at the pastor and was able to disarm the pastor. It appears at this time, said Smith County Sheriff Larry Smith. Uh, he used the pastor's firearm is the one he used. The pastor is deceased at this time. So he shot two other people after that, too. So the pastor was armed in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> and the suspect took the gun off him and started, started blasting? Yeah. So, well, Texas is an open carry state, so that's legal that he had a gun on him. But my question is, if you're a pastor, why do you have a gun on you during a... Right, I mean... That, that's a little sus. Like, I can see you having it, like, when you're, like, going to, like, a Walmart. But, like, at church, I would, no, I would leave it in, like, my car. I can car. see you open carrying at any other time, but not while you're preaching. What? Right. But, um, like, I mean, if it was, like, an, like, a person in the crowd, that could be logical. I mean, even then, you shouldn't... Well, yeah. You shouldn't bring a weapon to church in general. But, yeah, especially if it's a pastor. Like, I, I don't think I can get past that part, but um, I'm trying to figure out exactly, like, where during the service this would happen. Right. Um, let me read. Well, after fleeing the scene in the pastor's car, so he not, he not only took the gun off him, he took the pastor's car, too. He took his keys and said, yeah. hey, man, these are mine now. But Oh, Smith said the suspect had suffered a gunshot wound through his hand. Hmm. So not into, it was through. That thing, wow. Jesus. But, um, let's see, hold on. Uh, anyways, uh, to move past the pastor having the gun in the first place, because I don't like to victim blame in these situations. Mm-hmm. That's a horrible thing, and church shootings is something that definitely needs to stop soon. Uh, they haven't released the suspect or the pastor's name. So shootings in general need to stop. That's like I just uh, <clears throat> seen like any specific reason. Like, have they given a reason? Uh, I haven't read much. I really just read like that he took the car and he had it. A- gunshot wound in the hand mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen much about like motive but no one really talks about motive anymore yeah uh, that'll probably come out later though motive yeah. we don't even have the name of the suspect or the pastor so uh, the pastor's name was Mark McWilliams and his wife Rosemary oh okay so, so you're reading a more like an article that must have like come out very recent. Oh yeah, it was published four hours ago. So, mm. let's see. Uh, uh, let me read. But that's crazy that um, there was another shooting, and it's like fresh in the 2021. Like, yep. Yeah. Like, there's always got to be something. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just realized. Uh, it's obviously January 3rd, 2021, right? All right. And I'm pretty sure January 3rd, 2020, there were those World War Three scares. Oh, yeah. It's always got to be something. That's true. It has been a year ago. Uh, you know, we couldn't even go, like, 
a full day into 2021 without another unarmed African-American man shot. Uh, Andre in Columbus, Ohio. Um, Andre Hill was shot uh, here. I think he was in his car. So here there's body cam footage that I'm about to pull up. Well, at least this officer okay. had his body cam on. But um, I think so. From what I'm, I'm kind of skimming, but that he had never seen such body worn camera footage like that. Okay, so didn't respond. Okay, so the officer had been responding to a non-emergency disturbance call from a neighbor, according to the uh, Columbus Department of Public Safety. The shooting in the latest involving law enforcement in Columbus, where less than three weeks ago, another black man. Well, I think you've heard about the Casey Goodson shooting, too, in Columbus, right? No, actually. Uh, He was shot in Columbus by a Franklin County Sheriff's deputy. Like, he was walking into his house with a Subway sandwich and got shot right in front of his little brother and his grandma. So, yeah. And then... So let's see, Andrew Bether called for Quid to be fired. Okay. So then there was another, there was another like literally a couple days ago that I'm trying to find that part. So apparently it was in his car and I guess the officers thought he had a weapon on him and they searched, but, and after they, uh, what's called investigators had searched the car and there was no weapon found in the car. So. I just this is, this is what I'm going to say will have no impact on the future, mm-hmm. but um, we ought to stop this. Like I'm talking to all of us as a country. Yeah. Um, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop school shootings, um, mass shootings, shootings Wait, in general. Do we need to stop shooting people in general? Like. Make love, not war. Exactly. Shoot hoops, not guns. Ball up. Exactly. But, um, yeah, that is, I didn't know what's called. Um, I didn't, I actually kind of, I actually found out through TikTok that uh, there was a shooting, and obviously I've gone through and actually looked into it now. Uh, but, uh, because someone posted as a joke, oh, Hey guys, look! No unarmed black men have been shot in twenty twenty one yet, and then they put they do edit saying, "Never mind." I mean, it's always things on TikTok that you can see where like that sometimes can be. I would say this term very loosely, a reliable source because at that one, from one side, you have the truth, but then from another side of it. It can be very, like, tampered yeah. with. I, and, like, you don't get the yeah. full story, so you have to read yeah, more yeah. into it. Uh, on TikTok, is where you don't really get the full story, but you at least hear about what happened, and then it's like, oh, shoot, I should probably Google that and not sound stupid whenever I try to bring it up in conversation. So then you go and research it to find out more about it, and then you're like, oh, shoot, that is sad. But... Right, and I mean, like, 
there's there's not much people who when they see that type of stuff on TikTok, they're like, Oh, I should Google this. They once they see that they, they jump straight to they the They automatically believe it. It's kind of annoying. It's like it's like, hey, please fact check stuff. Don't don't be stupid. Unless that person cited sources in their video, make sure to do your own research before you comment about it. Because people are so quick to go straight to the comments with just to push an agenda. And it's like, hey, that's not what happened. Google is free. Right. And like, I saw this one, this one thing not too long ago where, um, you know how people, when they play GTA, they have like mods and they can like role play and all that. I saw one of those and it was a cop, like someone playing as a cop and someone being a suspect and then the cop shot the suspect. And obviously it's GTA graphics, like it's not really, it doesn't look <laughs> realistic. Mm-hmm. And I went to the comments because like, oh yeah, this is going to get good. And everyone was like, oh, look at that. Another cop shooting a, an unarmed black man. Or just like stuff like that. Like it's literally not even real. Yeah, it's a video game. But uh, I can see what where some people are coming from on that. But it's also a video game. But the people doing that uh, were probably not doing it from a good place of like genuine humor. It's like, like I'm pretty sure those people and obviously i don't know those people who made the video i haven't seen the video you're talking about but uh i highly doubt that's coming from a place of like oh like it's coming from a place where they're like oh yeah people getting shot by cops is funny that's where that's coming from and that's a dark place that's like that's not okay so right and i saw the video and I like started looking. I like looked at the caption. I looked like at the um, captions in the video, and it said like part something. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back and look. And so I go back and look through all the other parts, and they had like a whole like series of events prior to that first video. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like a whole. They had a whole like situation going on. It wasn't just like the cop pulled up and just bang right there. Like it was a whole situation. Yeah. I think. Like, some crime happened, and then they did it. But then people still went to the comments of that one where the cop shot him, and they were like, it's so sad to see this in 2020 as it's coming to the end, or, like, I'm just genuinely heartbroken by this. And, like, you could tell that the people in the comments were being dead serious about that. But yet again, Yeah. Once again, it's a game... And, like, some stuff has to be taken with a grain of salt, and not every battle is worth fighting. Like, that's something I would have been like, okay, well, that's not that funny. Not, and I would have just clicked not interested. But, right. Because, like, that's not something I want to see. That it's a fe- To me, that w- I would be like, okay, that's kind of offensive to Wallen police officers who do their job right with- without being murderers, and to people who have people's families who have had people who are victims of unnecessary police brutality or to the people who have passed away in the past year because they were shot by police. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to be able to draw a line between, um, 
what's okay or not. And dark humor doesn't necessarily have that line. And comedy is subjective. But there is a time and place for everything. And especially nowadays, that does not really have a time and place in, like, especially in America right now with all the tension. And it's like, that's definitely, that's once again, that's one where I could have ignored it, but I understand some people just not reacting positively to it. This, I'm going to read an article that I saw a few days back. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really speak on it because I didn't, I didn't know the full story, so I just chose to stay away, which is a smart choice. Y'all should do that. Take advice from that. Um, a Breonna Taylor sculpture was vandalized. Its artist says it's an act of racist aggression. So, what do you have on that? Oh, that? Yeah, I've, act- I've seen some stuff about it that, yeah, no, they're... It that the like I feel like that's pretty open and shut. It's like okay, someone who is uh racist, maybe if they even if they don't think they're racist, but someone who clearly uh does not support the fact that they were remembering someone who was once again a victim of police brutality, uh, they destroyed the sculpture because. Yeah, out of racial aggression. That's probably what it was. I mean, that's the. I can't think of any other reason to go and destroy um, a tiny little Breonna Taylor statue that's just in there to be like, uh, remember her name, stuff like that. It's like, hey, don't for it's it's a reminder of like, hey, this is still real. This is still a problem. And someone was like, that offends me, so I'm gonna go destroy that, and. The only way that could offend you is really if you're like, oh, no, I don't think Black Lives Matter. I don't like that they're saying Black Lives Matter. I don't like that they're saying her name. I don't like that they want justice for what happened to her. So you would go and destroy that. Therefore, it's a problem. Cause, and since obviously it wasn't just some kids like just screwing around, messing with stuff in a museum, it was like, very, it was clearly targeted, right? And I mean, people, when people saw that that happened, they compared that to back in May around the George Floyd incident when people started taking down Confederate statues in states that were like dominantly Confederate during like the Civil War era. You mean the states that were in other country that were traitors? <laughs> that yeah, sure. yeah the people who are trying to make that comparison are people who are blatantly racist it's like that that's a horrible that's a very straw man comparison and very straw man argument to be making because first off why do we need statues of another country in our country just saying and the confederacy is not even a country anymore does because I think uh, that's another thing that's not taught well in the U.S. school system is that the Confederacy, it wasn't America versus America. It was America versus the Confederacy. That's yeah. literally what it was. And like, so pretty much uh, if you have a Confederate flag, you're basically saying you like another country more than America, a country that doesn't exist. 
the that's unpatriotic. The if you like Confederate things or think the Confederacy was okay, you're unpatriotic. You don't love America, and really, you're just racist and support once again slavery stuff like that. I'm gonna say a few things to add on to that. Um, for what you said about the Confederate flag and all mm-hmm. that, um, people will counter that by saying, like, when people come at them for having a Confederate flag and they say, oh, you can't have that, like, and whatever, yeah. and all that. And those people who own the flag come to say, oh, and I'm gonna say it in a country accident just to, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? It's heritage, and I hate. Oh, yeah. I wonder and, what that heritage is. <laughs> right. And um, just like when people compare the tearing, like the the Breonna, Ta- the Breonna Taylor statue, it wasn't damaged that much. It was like the right shoulder was taken yeah, off. It, it was just broken. It wasn't like... Yeah, it wasn't like fully destroyed and like yeah. crumbled. As to where like confederacy statues and there was there was even some like union statues yeah some union statues, being like some union statues were taken down because those people weren't actually that good of people just because they were on the union side it's like and also worship I mean, worshiping like war generals with statues is kind of stupid anyways those are those things belong in like history museums not out in like the open And I'm not sure if this actually happened, but, like, from what I can recall back in May when all this mm-hmm. happened, um, there was people who, just for the act of stupidity, went to a Lincoln Memorial. I'm not sure if it was the it one. Was the Lincoln thing. Memorial, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they, like, spray-painted it and vandalized it and all that, which is dumb. What? Like, that actually made me mad. It's stupid because it's like, why? <laughs> but... Once again, those are also people who are like, yeah, heritage, not hate. It's like, uh, and then, but those are also the same people who are Republicans who are like, like, um, what's called Republicans are the party of Lincoln has a Confederate flag in their house. It's like, huh? We love switching. Exactly. You, you know, like, cause, um, and you want to know another thing that's really disrespectful that I've seen. I've seen people hang the Confederate flag higher than the American flag in their house. And, it, like, you know why that's wrong. That that just makes me mad. And I've seen American flags be like, have you ever passed, like, an American flag hanging? And it's, like, like folded because, like, the wind. Yeah. And it's been, like, folded over and yeah. over. I've seen people, like, walk past that and, like, see it. They They acknowledge it. But they don't do they don't do anything about it. Like if I was walking past one of those flags and it was like folded from the wind, I would I would stop and I would actually like fix it. And Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me mad when people like burn the American flag and like cut it and rip it and like just like trash on the American flag that much. Yeah. I mean, I think that can be a little unnecessary, but once again, that's in a, that's a right to what's called protest like um against our government and i'm not i'm not saying i would do it 
But when other people do it, I don't really care. I think it's more fun to burn a Confederate flag, to be honest. But, you know. And, like... But, uh, back to my point about, like, the whole Confederate flag above the American flag. If you have a flag, like, in your house, like, any other flag, the U.S. flag is, so like, literally, I think it's in the Constitution. Not the Constitution. But it's in something. It's supposed to be the highest flag in your house. That's... That's where yeah. I was going with the whole Confederate flag above the American flag. And this was popular on TikTok in 2020. I don't know about like 2019, but mainly in 2020 because activists and all mm-hmm. that. Of the, I'm not. I'm not saying this from what I'm saying from here on forward. I'm, this is not any form of um, hate or attacking this group of people, but the LGBTQ community saying that they are stronger than veterans. What, like, like what, physically stronger? Because <laughs> that's... Well, like, physically, mentally, emotionally. Okay, but like... well, let's see. Uh, they might be emotionally, but that's also because a lot of veterans have PTSD. Even right. debatable, because the ones who don't are very emotionally strong. And definitely not met... Once again, the only way you can make the argument for mentally and emotionally is for the ones who, like, were on the battlefield in the heat of battle and have PTSD from it. That's the only decent argument you could make for that. That's a horrible take. That, that once again, that's a those are the like extreme, is members like the radical members of the LGBTQ community who like want everyone to be LGBTQ. Even though that would stop, like, you know, the entire Earth's population, but, you know. And but that's not bad take. And it definitely physically, right. that's literally their entire training. Yeah, I mean, most of the training is physical. Like, if, if I heard someone say that in front of me, like, face-to-face in person, I would literally tell them to go, attempt to go through military boot camp training and just watch him walk out without breaking his sweat because that wouldn't be possible yeah that, that that's just a bad take they're literally tra- trained to be f- physically emotionally and mentally tough that's their that's the entire to go in the military that's like the entire point you literally get yelled at in your face like over and over by your drill sergeant to build mental toughness that's a bad take yeah, and I'm not sure if this was, I'm not sure if this happened around Thanksgiving or like, it was sometime around then, probably late November, early December, but I saw a TikTok of this family praying at Thanksgiving as most mm-hmm. do, and the caption was saying like, make sure to just like say, you, say I love you to your family and just like stuff like that, and people were in the comments saying, oh yeah, well, um, <laughs> No one's fought for my freedom to eat, so I don't have to say anything. And, like, the reason why you're eating freely is because of a veteran. The reason why you have food on your plate is because of farmers. The reason why you have food, like, brought to you is because of truck drivers. Like, just those three alone are a major I was factor. Say, all the family was saying was to just be thankful for the people who, for just people in general. That's, like... Like, I mean, there are people who it's their job to do these things so that you can 
eat and stuff. While like, what's going? Well, like yeah, the U.S. military hasn't fought for our freedom in like since arguably like the Civil War. Still, these truck drivers, these farmers are the reason we're eating. So just be grateful for what other people do. Because without them, we wouldn't have a functioning ecosystem as a country. That's like, those type of people are just ungrateful in general. And I hate ungrateful people because it's literally like, just be a little thankful to other people for the little things that you get that some people don't get to have because they're in a less fortunate situation or like, just stuff like that. It's like the entire point of Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, it's rooted in horrible, horrible, horrible past events. It's about being grateful for the things you have and being grateful for the people you get to be around. It's like, that's not really, I feel like literally the one time you're supposed to be thankful the whole year. That is, there's a day dedicated to that, and, like, choosing to be ungrateful on that day is sad. Preach. Amen. Well, um, we, we've certainly gotten a lot talked about today. <laughs> Some controversial things. And if if y'all want to cancel us, that's fine, because I don't really care. If... Um, and- I'm going to jump back to what we said in the last episode. Um, anyone at Warner Bros. want to <laughs> hit your boys with a sponsor, um, <laughs> feel free. We got DMs. You can hit us up in the DMs. Or sponsor oh, in general. It doesn't really. We don't yeah. need water. My Old Spice. <laughs> old Spice anyway. body wash. But, like. but uh, yeah. no. Uh, I think this one was a pretty good episode to kick off the year. Right. Um. Like I said at the beginning, I hope y'all had a wonderful New Year's. Um, you can hit us up in the DMs. Give us anything to talk about on Instagram at Deepox Podcast. No caps, um, underscore between each word. And also, you can tweet at us on Twitter at DeepTalks20, underscore between Deep and Talks, capitalize each word. And that's basically it. Uh, we, we'll see y'all next time. Welcome to Season 2. It's about to get lit. All um, right.